Heads, I want to thank you once again for tuning in to Horror 365. Tis the season. The fall season. The Halloween season for some, for the casual fan. But for us, <laughs> you know, we celebrate it 365. But before we get into today's episode with the 80s horror god himself, Sean Telepo, and talk everything full-time and Halloween-related, I want to address the elephant in the room. For those that don't know, South Jersey Jason, a.k.a. Brian Ammonizer, is no longer affiliated with Horror 365. And, you know, many people have been reaching out to me, Jimmy, why, what happened, questions popping up everywhere. And I will say this, Horror 365 and South Jersey Jason were moving in two different directions. And I thought it was best for business to make this decision and cut ties with Mr. Brian Emanizer. But I want to go on record and say thank you. Thank you, Brian, for your hard work, your effort, your energy, your time that you invested into Hard 365. We appreciate all that. But now it is time for a new era. It is the dawning of a new era. In Horror 365. And I'm excited to show you all what's to come. Thank you for your continuous support. Thank you for listening and viewing Horror 365. And thank you for celebrating horror, not only in October, but 365. It's showtime. All right, horror heads, welcome back to another episode of Horror 365. I am your host, I'm out peace of the Northeast. Jimmy J, alongside today, Mr. 80s Horror God himself, Sean Telepo. Sean, how are you today, buddy? Doing great. What's going on? Oh, I'm excited to have you here, man. And, you know, this is a new beginning. It's a new era of Horror 365, and there's a lot of cool things coming to not only the entire brand, but specifically the show. You know, Sean, you're going to be joining us uh, more often on the show. Of course, we have Josh Horror Daddy coming on to the show. We have a couple new people. We're going to be having some... Well, let's, let's just call them the Horror 365 Final Girls. So we got some cool things coming uh, down the line. But today, you know, I wanted to talk about the season in general. You know, getting into that, that time of the year. It's that time of the year. And, you know, kids go back to school. Parents are happy. They're thrilled. They're going to work, but they're planning for the holidays. And you know what? Our holiday, buddy, is coming up. <laughs> you know, we celebrate Horror Absolutely. 365. But this is prime time for, you know, the the seasonal horror fans come out of the woodwork this time of the year. So it's really kicking into second gear. What's your, what's going through your mind right now? Now that, now that we're in September. Uh, well, September 1st always kicks off what I call spooky season. Uh, you know, it's, it's Halloween Eve. As far as I'm concerned, I start my uh, movie countdown and again, you know, even though I watch horror pretty much every night anyway, but you know, I got those certain movies that are uh, necessary for this time of year and the cooler weather gets the vibe going and things kick off yeah dude what movies are on the lineup for you right now uh right now uh, for september i try to stay away from the ones that are more geared toward fall and halloween you know i just watch some slashers and you know general horror but then once october 1st rolls around um that's when i kick it in with the yeah. with the ones that are more oriented toward Halloween and the holiday. Yeah, because we're getting there, man. Uh, Halloween is is rapidly approaching. I mean, it's haunt season. We're gonna talk about that briefly too. Uh, but you know what? Let's just talk about like right now. You know what I'm enjoying, Sean? The weather, the feel of it, Perfect. man. Yeah, it's it's starting to get cooler. I mean, because we had a brutal summer. It was like 90 degrees every day over here, uh, up in the northeast and PA. And I think it like it flipped like a switch Monday morning. It's been like. No humidity, great fall weather, you know, and again, that, that that's part of the vibe. 
that's it. It's just the, the weather, the whole feel of it. And, you know, the, the leaves, the foliage, the leaves start changing colors, yep. uh, orange and stuff. And it just gives that Halloween vibe, man. I'm telling you, uh, I am excited about it. Excited about wearing the hoodies. It's hoodie time. I, I don't care. At this point, it's September. So I said, you know what? I don't care that it's hot. It could be 90 degrees in September. September is hoodie weather. I'm going out there with a hoodie. I'll sweat. That's it. I just I just took mine out of the closet this morning. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What What's your go to hoodie? You got some uh, good horror hoodies? Uh, I got a few. I got a, a Friday the Thirteenth one. I got a Trick or Treat one. I have. Uh, I just bought one at uh, Monster Mania uh, uh, from the movie Maniac. Oh. I can't really remember everything that's in there. But they had, yeah, they I had a hoodie five. for Maniac. Yep. Oh, dude. I think it was. Uh, I could be wrong about this, but I think it was put out by Graveyard Goods. I might be wrong though. Yeah, a lot of good vendors at Monster. Oh, tons of them. Yeah. Yeah, and that that was like one thing that we were talking about when we were talking about conventions with with vendors and stuff. But yeah, got to get that gear up. Got to get the hoodies ready. Uh, You know, also, you know, everybody's talking about. Let's just let's just throw it out there because it's on every podcast and it's on every show. Pumpkin spice. Okay, (laughs) I I have to say, like, come on, man. Pumpkin spice. It's like pumpkin versus apple right now. Okay, there's people like, no, I'm an this apple season, not pumpkin season. What's your take on this, man? Because, like, I mean, all right, what's the hype? I mean, to each his own. You love it, you love it, but they, they hype this up, man, this season. I'll give you my my one pumpkin spice experience. I reached down into the console one day with my son in the car, and he drinks it, and I accidentally picked up his pumpkin spice and took a sip. To me, it was the most disgusting thing I've ever tasted in my life. I couldn't do it, man. What but was now, it for? It's, there's, there's pumpkin spice everything. There's cookies. There's cereal. There's donuts. I mean everything pumpkin beer. Spice, you know? I see beer, beer, out beer yeah. and I, mean, I don't I barely drink anymore but dude I see a pumpkin beer yep I'm like that's wild, that, that sounds horrible to me I don't drink anymore either and you know I've never been a fan of like flavored beers anyway like I want my beer to taste like beer um but I just can't even imagine what it would taste like with that pumpkin infusion there I, <laughs> I, just, I just I just think back to that one sip of pumpkin spice coffee I had in my life and that's all I ever needed. <laughs> one and done. That's it. I'm not doing this anymore. No matter where it's from. I got to tell you, man, uh, you know, uh, the pumpkin hype obviously happens every year around this time. And, you know, I have occasional, like, maybe I have some pumpkin pie. You know, that's fine. Oh, uh, that's, that's it. That's, yeah, I love pumpkin pie. Yeah, that, yeah. That's pumpkin pie, right but you're right. That's like the extent almost. Like, you know, <laughs> I, I'll grab maybe one or two for the season, like a pumpkin pumpkin spice uh, ice latte or something like that from Dunkin' or Starbucks, whatever it is. But it's like after, you know, a couple times, I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> I had yeah. my chair this season. That's it. Yeah. I'm more of an apple cider guy. Like, I go to, like, apple picking or something with the family, you know, and this time of the year. I'm excited for that, too, just to go out there. To, you know, it's the, it's the whole thing. Yeah, it's all part of the vibe, man. And you got to enjoy it because it goes so quick, Sean. It's like, you know, I live for these four months. September to December, the end of the year, the holiday season, the weather changing up here mm-hmm. in the Northeast. And I feel bad for those down in Florida that really don't get yeah. like the four seasons or California or something like that, man. It's well, like, that's what they say. You, you can tell who the tourist tourists are in Florida in the wintertime. Cause they're the ones that are swimming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's because but even, like, but even I noticed, um, like I only went to one last year, but it, it, like, it's getting kind of shady with the pumpkin picking thing. Like I, there was a farm, I used to go to all the time, huge spread, tons of pumpkins. I actually knew the family that owned it. I, I don't know if they sold it or what, but we pulled up in there last year. They had a big gate set up and you had to pay an admission 
to get in, to go in and pick out a pumpkin and then go pay for the pumpkin. I'm, I said, you're out of your minds. I'm not paying you to walk around your field to pick out a pumpkin to purchase, you know? That's, so that, that's was kind of, that was kind of a, that was kind of a, a letdown there because, you know, my son and I enjoy that experience. We just, we're just going to find a new place, but, you know, it's, it's, it's not as fun as going to the grocery store picking one out. It's a lot more fun to go, as, as makes sense, go out in the field and you got all these pumpkins around. You, you just pick that one that you feel is the right one for you, you know? Yeah, and dude, that's what it is now. I feel like a lot of these, uh, every season, there's a cash grab involved somewhere, whatever it is. And now this time of the year, it's it's that. It's pumpkin picking, apple picking. Yeah. It's like they hit you every which way they can because they're now, oh, it's that time. Let's get them. You know, and I don't like, I <laughs> mean, there's, there's farms out there, there's farms out there that, that still like, no, we're not going to charge them. Just come in, you know, take what you want. You pay by yeah. the bundle or the whatever you have. And that's cool. Or wait sometimes they go by. But you know what? Those that, that charge for admission to go pick a pumpkin on their land or apple, whatever it is. Crazy. That, that's crazy, man. I mean, that that's just greed. And especially if you walk up with, you know, if you, if you're a, you know, so you're a um, husband and wife and you got four kids ages 10 through 16, 17, you know, and now you got six people times the five bucks or whatever. So you're already $30 into the gate just to go inside to look for a pumpkin. So that's a little bit, uh, a little bit crazy. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot crazy, Sean. But you know what? You know, the feel, you talk about it, right? The, the whole feel, the season, the vibe, the weather changing, apple season, pumpkin season, whatever you want to call it. Halloween's approaching. When do you start decorating? Is it all year? Because like like me, I got decorations up sometime. Uh, well, I mean, again, my yeah. living room is called the Hall of Horrors. But, um, you know, I, I'm in an apartment by myself, so I really can't decorate outside. I, I can speak to when I was at the house. September 1st, decorations were up. Uh, Halloween night, I had the animatronics going. I had smoke machines. I had uh, music going, you know, the whole night. Now, I know my son, September 1st, he takes that day off every year, and the house turns into Halloween land, you know? So it's 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 right away. I just I just don't do it here because there's nowhere to do it, you know? So yeah. I'm with you on that, too. It's like, you know, we might have some decorations up throughout the year, but then as soon as, like, September's here, you, you hear it. It's like you see it. You look at the count. Oh, oh, that's it. Summer's over. Technically, summer's over, I think, around the 21st or something like that in September. But yeah. we automatically, boom, Labor Day weekend or 1st of September. That's Done. it. Fall time's here. It's time to go. Now, there's many places you can go to get your decorations. You can even create your own decorations. But, mm-hmm. you know, a couple places out there now. Uh, you know, we have Party City, of course, Spirit Halloween, uh, Dollar Tree even. Uh, my wife goes to Dollar Tree, gets these little decorations just start sprinkling throughout the house so uh i mean is there any store like any experiences even going shopping for decorations at spirit or uh party city well, for for us for my son and i like and that's for a lot of people spirit opening is like a celebration like you know we're on it you know even down in uh egg harbor where they have the flagship store that's a monstrous event when they have their opening the first day they open there but, uh, you know, we're on the website, we're waiting, we're waiting, and, and every store has the same exact thing. But I've been in probably four different spirits already and probably about 10 times I've visited this year. But even stores like Lowe's, they have a huge Halloween section, you know. Uh, what's surprising me is I don't really go to Walmart, but Target doesn't have anything out yet but candy. I was very shocked by that. But we even go to, like, TJ Maxx, Home Goods. You know, it's more like pumpkins and ghosts and those kinds of decorations, but they have stuff, you know, and it's and Michaels and, you know. You can shop a little bit everywhere and then pick out Absolutely. the decorations that you want. Now, 
you know, and that's the thing. I'm not even knocking any of the other stores like that you just named because I, I could walk into a Lowe's or something like that and see something that, oh, wow, this looks nice for the house. Grand Lowe's had a pretty know. big spread. I, I was in there again this year and, you know, they have a lot of uh, a lot of the lawn stuff, obviously, and they have some smaller stuff. Their stuff is mostly all for, you know, like uh, the yard decorating, which makes sense. Oh, yeah. I mean, but, but dude, again, they have a, a fairly large section that you'd be surprised about that low. You know, you don't think of Lowe's as having a, a seasonal section like that, you know? I mean, dude, because, you know, you got those like Josh, our daddy has that giant skeleton on the lawn. <laughs> I mean, dude, that's awesome, man. And, and the way like him and, and Megan, they decorate. Uh, shout out to the Kersies, man. They, they hook up the house over there outside, inside. That uh, that was so popular. I, I think they're putting out something else, too, to go with it now. I think there's a zombie or something this year. I don't remember, but I, I saw something about that where they're uh, putting out another 12-foot something different to accompany that. So that'll probably be the next craze. I, I, I think I heard that. You know, some people like to drive around and, you know, traditionally and look at Christmas decorations. <laughs> My son and I traditionally like to drive around and look at Halloween decorations. You know, they're not obviously, there's not obviously as many out there, but... You know, uh, in this area, there's there's quite a few people that go all out. Their yard is all decked out and everything, so makes it fun. Yeah, yeah, it's hard, man. It depends on the neighborhood that you're in and uh, who wants to get festive, you know? And, yeah. Uh, in that spirit for Halloween, uh, no pun intended there. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, uh, speaking of which, I guess, spirit Halloween, you know, everybody's go-to is spirit. That's all I hear. People talk about spirit, spirit, Halloween. Spirit. Absolutely. And it's like, but it's seasonal. Now, I want your take on this one. Do you think spirit should be open all year round, or do you think Absolute, it should stay? stay Absolutely, it should remain seasonal. Like I said, it's an event; it's something you look forward to. And I think if it stayed open year round, you'd get tired of it. Um, and again, people aren't buying costumes in February and, and March. That that's their money right there is the costumes. That is definitely where their big you know uh, money grabs from. And you know, but also they have their website open year round. You might not be able to get the same exact stuff or as much stuff. But they're also they're owned by Spencer's, and I and year round I see stuff that I see in Spirit in Spencer's. So I mean, there's there's options to get, but there's just that that's just all part of September hitting is uh you know walking in that door in Spirit for the first time and those animatronics are in front of you and they got the spooky music going. I mean, uh, we went in there in August, the first one open here, right right the end of August. And we went in and we, we made our purchases and the cashier said, happy Halloween to us. <laughs> I, was, I was ecstatic. She said, happy Halloween in freaking August to us. I was so happy about that. So, you know, it just added to the whole vibe of everything. Dude, exactly. And you know what? You're right. It should not be open all year round. Cause there's people that talk about like, Oh, why is this only, you know, like I want to be able to go there. And it, those are the diehard horror fans like us, but, you know, at the same time, man, it's going to dilute it. You know, it's it's going to like, it's not going to be so special, like you said. And, uh, you know, I got to do some shopping still, too, man. We, we Little by little, like, you know, we went to Dollar Tree. We went to, I think my wife went to Party City already. She went to, the, not Target, Walmart. They didn't have much in Walmart over here where I was at. Uh, but we got to go to Lowe's, and we definitely got to go to Spirit. I have not been there yet for this season, unfortunately, not yet. Uh, but I will be going there. A little decorating in the house, so I'm excited about that. You know, we even thinking about getting a Halloween tree. Like, where are you putting the tree up? That's a huge, very, very popular thing right now. They'll get a uh, it's a black cr Christmas tree, orange lights, and, and yeah, with orange and purple lights. And there's tons of Halloween, you know, tree decorations out there. I know Trick or Treat Studios has a line. They're, they're all over the place. Yeah, dude, I never knew how big it was, but my wife was telling me, "Listen, we got to get a tree for it's Halloween." Huge. I said, oh, "Wow, let, let's do it!" Like, yeah. 
So if, that, I that's room, a, if I had room to do it, I would probably do it myself, but I'd probably leave it there all year though. So, yeah. yeah. It's, we kind of want to leave the. So I'm sorry. Some people even keep it simple. They'll just have the black tree with the purple and orange lights and they'll just put skulls around it, you know? But there's, again, there's there's tons of decorations out there. All, all the websites have them and everything. So you can get creative and have a lot of fun with it. Yeah, you definitely can, man. And you know what? That's something that we were talking about last year. We're like, hey, let's leave the tree up all year round, but just decorate it for all the different holidays. Like Valentine's, make it right. Like she wants to do that. She wants to do That's that this year. Yeah. yeah, something different. Like, you know, St. Patty's, they will have all green and like <laughs> leprechaun. I'll start <laughs> running around the house with like leprechaun. Oh, without this killing, I lost me shilling. <laughs> the, the, the best part is you don't have to pack the tree up. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the reason I'm being lazy, Sean. You got me. <laughs> but uh, you know, we talk about you know decorations and or uh, different flavors of the season yeah. and the feel of it. Let's talk actually, like Halloween itself, like trick or treating. You know, because that's I had some memories trick or treating, and that's definitely something I want to elaborate on as we get into October and those episodes. But any memories that stick out to you about trick or treating from like when you were young, or the difference between now? Versus like, you know, back when we were kids. Uh, you know, for me, I'm old. So, uh, you know, being a, being a young kid back in the 70s, you know, you had those those cardboard boxes with the see-through and then you had the, the plastic uh, with the rubber band and then the, the plastic uh, thing you put on. I can't even remember what characters I used to be. But I can remember even in the first town that I remember growing up in, they had a parade that the kids would walk through and, you know, every single house you know the light was on they were giving out candy um you know as i got older i got smarter i'd go home i changed my costume dumped the bag hit a second and maybe hit a third round you know um and you learned which houses had what you know a lot of the houses when i was younger i'd be with my cousin and be like you know we got to get over to this one because she gives out the big snickers bars (laughs) this guy guy always gives us the dollar you know this this lady always gives us the little um the trick-or-treat bag that says Happy Halloween on it with a handful of candy in there. So we knew all the spots. Um, but, you know, uh, every year when I were, uh, when I look out my window, you know, you see a couple of kids walking around, nothing like back in the day. Um, and yet my, another really big issue I have with that is more than half of them walk, without, walk around without costumes and, you know, with, with a bag for candy. You know, and, and, if they, and, if that, and if that's a money thing, you know, it, be creative, get something from the house, you know, and nine out of 10 times, you know, I'll have the parents come up, you know, have the parents come up and be like, oh, we have two kids home sick, you know, we need more candy. I'm like, come on, man. It's not what this is about, <laughs> bro. You know? Yeah, dude, that's crazy. Yeah, it's like now it's like, well, listen. You can go to Rady tomorrow and buy a uh, giant bag of candy half off, bro. I see nothing. that bad. They, they um, want to give them that experience on a budget. It's and, like, hey, uh, listen. No it kind of it's kind of baffling to me how much of a big money holiday Halloween has become because it's huge it's it's millions and millions of dollars for these retailers but on the same note it's depleting on Halloween night I don't know if there's you know if, if adults are having lots of parties and stuff but there's nowhere near the capacity of kids out there trick or treating that there was even 10 15 years ago it's it's a shame. It changed, Sean. It, de- it definitely changed. And, I'm sure you know, there's towns and neighborhoods out there where it's, you know, thriving like it used, like I remember it. But yeah. from my experiences locally, not so much. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess it depends on the town. Because if you're in like a town 
I think about it like this, Haddonfield, New Jersey. I mean, just right. to name a lot, like Michael Myers, man. It's like, so you got to know, like that town is probably thriving on Halloween or there's probably towns with like filming locations from horror movies that are Definitely. thriving, you know, on Halloween. But like, um, you know, my experiences over the past few years when I was in New York, because again, I just moved out of New York for the first time. I left the city um, last October and um, we weren't there for Halloween. We actually celebrated the Halloween here. Uh, and it wasn't that crazy over here. Like, you know, they had, a, they have a set day that they go trick or treating. It's not on Halloween. Usually it's a different day. Yeah, so I don't think that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that's just how it goes in New York. It's on Halloween, no matter what day of the year. Yeah. It is. And when I was over there, it's like, you know, I noticed too, like you said, there weren't that many kids out, you know, and then the costumes were just like, now I'm not judging the kids costumes, but it's like, you know, like you said, there's people coming up with no costumes. And I just asked for candy. Just I mean, dude, I got creative. I'll tell you what I did one year when I was uh, like, well, I don't even know. I shouldn't have been trick or treating at this age. I was only like 13, but I, I was like still out there just because I loved it. But anyway, I put trash on me and says I was white trash. There you go. <laughs> I put trash. That's <laughs> it, dude. Something, you know? Yeah. So it, you know, another pet peeve of mine is, you know, like you said, it won't be on Halloween most of the time. And they'll set a time. They'll say like four to seven, five to eight. But you got kids banging your door at 10 o'clock in the morning. You're like, yo, man, come on. So we need an early start. I got bags, baby. Then, I need to fill then, these bags. And then they're getting mad at you because you won't answer the door. Like, come back like in six hours, bro. You know? <laughs> Sean just I, I appreciate out. your enthusiasm, but. <laughs> Sean oh, just listen, one up. year I remember just grabbing um, an oversized flannel and I made a bindle and I said I was a hobo. <laughs> there it is. You know what I'm saying? I, I did something, you know, it's. I mean, I've seen literally families walking down the street with bags for candy, but and not one kid, nobody has on a costume. And to me, it just takes away the fun of it. I'm like, it's it's like you're just going door to door begging for candy, you know? That, I, I that's true. That's, that's true, man. And, and, now, I agree with you too, man. But, you know, I guess another thing is like, you know, people, the world's, we're in like a crazy time period too, I feel like. I feel like we're almost going back to 70s, 80s with the way the world is going right now. From what I've heard, I never lived through those two decades. I was born 87, but, you know, like just hearing stories, it's like, wow, you know, there's a lot of crime out there in certain cities and around certain uh, urban areas. And, you know, so parents are like nervous a little bit, send their kids I out think there. That impacts and, it. And, and I think the, the whole COVID thing obviously yeah. 100% impacted it. But, you know, but, but this the stuff that I'm talking about was going on even before, you know, yeah. even, even, you know, 10 years ago when I was at the house and I did, I did the whole shindig. I mean, it was pretty awesome, you know, with all the animatronics and like I said before. And but even then, in that neighborhood, uh, there was hardly any trick or treaters at all, you know. So I mean, the, the stuff that's been happening the past few years, one hundred percent has an impact on it, no question. Especially in the classroom. I mean, this even started years ago where they can't wear they can't wear anything to cover their face. You know, um, I remember going to school in full costume. Oh, yeah. uh, you would do no work all day. You'd be eating cupcakes and popcorn and just having fun contests, you know? And and now they can't wear a mask. They can't have any, you know, if you're a pirate, you can't have a sword. It's it's you can't have a plastic sword. And this isn't just this isn't high school. This is elementary school kids, you know, five, six, seven, eight years old. They can't put a mask over their face. It's that that's just Ridiculous. madness to me. Yeah, it, it, totally, it is. It totally takes away the fun of it. Yeah, it has. Like there, there's been so many issues that uh, affected trick or treating in Halloween for for children in elementary school and middle school and stuff like that. It's sad, you know. It's, 
but this is the way of the world. This is what we got to do. We got to improvise, folks. But we got to let's let's make Halloween great again. <laughs> Please, I agree. Every single time I'm in spirit from August through October, I see parents in there buying costumes with their kids. So they got to be trick or treat somewhere. So, yeah, but maybe they're going <laughs> like to, a lot of people want to buy a costume. I mean, I don't, so I don't know. A lot of people I notice are going to like uh, commercial stores, like they're going to malls and stuff oh, like that, trick or treating. You know what yeah. else is popular now, though, to to alleviate those the crime and blah 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 those problems, the trunk or treat thing, where like the local Boy Scouts will have a trunk or treat where they everybody parks their car and they they sit on the back of their car with the bag of candy and the kids walk car to car, uh, oh. which, is cool, which is a cool idea. I remember um, when my son was at Boy Scouts, they had a, a trunk or treat, but they did it inside. And of course, I went through the top. You know, I went over the top. I I had my own room, and I I put this dead body on the table, and I had smoke and you know blood, and kids were like really apprehensive <laughs> about going in there, which is what it's all about, you know. Yeah. But yeah, that, I I don't mind the trunk or treat thing, uh, but I think that also takes away from regular trick or treating because the parents feel safer, you know, walking around a parking lot with their kid, you know, getting candy from people they know. Uh, as opposed to just wandering around uh, neighborhoods, you know, getting candy from strangers. So I get that. that. that, I get get that, too. And you know, when I was younger, I remember, like you said, Sean, to your point, there was those blocks that I had in New York that I'm like, I got to hit that one. Because that one, they're loaded with candy. And they yep. were, and it was all, it's all like the older uh, couples that would come with the bags and you would always get some money in there, some good candy. You didn't Absolutely. get the bootleg candy. You didn't get the, the milk duds. Nobody wants the milk duds. Okay. Nobody wants that, that, that taffy crap. We wanted the Snickers. We wanted the M&Ms. We wanted the Kit Kats, the Reese's baby. Full okay? size. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. We didn't want those bootleg candies. Okay. And I knew what blocks to hit up, Sean. You, you knew right where now. you knew which you knew I, I knew which doorbell to ring. Oh, I, I probably, probably had diabetes find, three years in a row. I could probably still find the house of the lady that gave a dollar. She gave a dollar to every single kid every year, man. Dude, let me know. I need some money. <laughs> I'll go <Exactly>. back. <laughs> oh man, but that that's funny though, because uh, yeah, that's the truth. Then it was just one lady. I remember the house. She just gave out like she didn't give out candy. She gave out like a handful of change. And I'm not talking about pennies. I've, like we're the nickels, dimes, and quarters. Yep. And I'm like, oh, I'll take it. You know, that age too. I'm like, I'm rich. That's it. <laughs> that was the first thing I would do when I was a kid was separate the money first, count that loot up first, and then go to the candy. Oh, uh, dude, it was great in November because then my father, uh, when I was young, I remember some memories when I was like seven, eight, six, seven, eight years old. Uh, we would go to the comic book shop or we would go to the toy store with the, the money I made from Halloween. And nice. just buy something or something. So that was always something that was cool. And, you know, like nowadays, you know, I wish kids can, I hope kids still have that experience, but yeah, things are way more expensive nowadays. I don't think it's, anybody's giving money out nowadays. The, the whole equation just doesn't make sense to me that everything else still exists except for those kids walking around. But everything we talked about obviously impacts that. Yeah. And like I, I, I didn't realize until I just mentioned it, but that, that trunk or treat thing, I see that getting more and more popular every year. The, the schools are doing it. Yeah. The Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, all those organizations, they all do it. You know, even, um, like you said, the mall, there'll be a trunk or treat at the mall. So it's, well, a, you know, it's a contained environment, you know, for them to take their kids out and get their candy and have some fun. Hey, listen, it's something, there's something for everybody out there. I just wish that we do get that old school feel for Halloween back trick or treat. But you know what? Right now, 
I want to segue a little bit uh, because another thing that's big right now, Sean, this time of the year, I mean, it's huge now, it, and it's grown over the years, is the haunts, the haunt scene, haunted attractions. And I can tell you this one haunted attraction, uh, when I was living in New York, I would go to Bayville, Long Island. It was Bayville Screen Park. They have, uh, I think it was five different attractions there. They had like a haunted house. They had like a, a clown house. They had a wood wooded area and stuff like right. that. Dude, it was, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. They, and it was and it was cool, man. It was like, but the thing was, it was always packed, and you had to get VIP passes if you wanted to see everything in one day. Yeah. Uh, so you could skip the line. But, you know, let's talk about haunts right now, because there's a lot uh, that I still haven't been to and still want to go to. Is there any haunts on your list for this season that you want to attend? So the two go-tos for me are uh, Brain Asylum, which is one of the biggest ones in the country. Uh, the most popular, whatever you want to call it. And then, uh, but my personal favorite is called 13th Hour. Uh, they they just do a, I, they, that place used to be owned by somebody else. I can't remember who it was owned by, but um, when these people took it over, they they definitely took that haunt to another level. Um, they have, it's basically, I believe, just one one giant haunt, whereas the downstairs and then upstairs. Uh, the one year they had this one, another haunt that you went through that was, uh, just this pitch black room that you had to navigate yourself through. Um, you weren't even allowed to wear your um, like globe race or anything. And it was just insanely dark in there. Uh, again, those are my two go-tos. We used to visit uh, Fright Fest a lot, but that's just, uh, it just fell off the cliff a couple of years ago. It's not fun. It's been the same stuff for uh, years now. Uh, one thing in particular for me there is they have uh, a clown house. I forget what exactly it's called. But it's been the same exact thing for the five or six years they've had that. I could walk through there blindfolded and I could point where everybody's gonna be like bang, 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 you know? <laughs> so it's just boring and not fun anymore. Um, they have their actors that walk around and it used to be you weren't allowed to take photos with them. You know, they were a little bit more serious about trying to scare you. Now it's more of a family fun or, you know, they're all like holding on and taking selfies with you. And, you know, so it kind of takes away the fun of being scared and what what someone like me goes there for, you know. Yeah. Um, Bugs Bunny, you know, is, is like, is there like a zombie Bugs Bunny over there at Fright Fest? No, those are called <laughs> safe areas. Um, yeah. But, you know, as you know, my son is completely into the horror and the haunts and everything now. But yeah. when he was about 10, we took him to Fright Fest and they had a bridge. This was back when it was good. And there was a, an actor standing on either side of the bridge. We could not get Sean to cross that bridge for nothing. I even went and talked to the actor. They told me they're not going to do anything. We had to leave. <laughs> and this, this, this is back when they don't even have this anymore. If you were under 12, they used to give you a whistle. If you got scared, you'd blow, you blow the, whistle the whistle and the actors would go away. The one year, that year we went with Sean, he had a whistle. He'd see an actor 20, 30 feet away. <laughs> he was on oh that whistle, goodness. man. Yeah, so it man. kind of made it fun, you know. Now, like I said, it's you know, they're all doing duck faces and taking <laughs> selfies, and you know, it's it's just dumb, man. They're they're, yeah. they're not trying to scare you. There's and it seems like it seems like they used to have a lot more um they had kids there in, in the actors, but they also had adult actors. Now it seems more it's just a bunch of teenage kids throwing on some clown makeup and you know, whoever they can get to because every year the I've gone through those some of those haunts and seen like one or two people and some of them are like a you know five six seven eight minute walk mm. i've been through some of them where i didn't see any actors uh they have one that's a staple called uh the mansion the man the manor okay you can literally walk through there in 30 40 seconds and i've done it and not seen one actor in there many times 
So I was just like, why? What's the purpose? Yeah, like it, it just no purpose whatsoever. None. Yeah, dude. I mean, it, it has declined, like you said. I've I've heard other people say the same thing about Fright Fest, but that's why I mean, there's so many other haunted attractions around it. That's a family oriented kind of environment. If you want to bring the little kids and stuff like that, that's you go to Fright Fest, in my opinion. Right. Now, if you really want to get scared, I mean, like you said, you said Penhurst, and I know Reaper's Revenge. People are talking about. Uh, I've I never have been not- to Penhurst. Um, but I, the reason I don't go out of my way to go there is I've heard that it's basically just one really long hallway, and just actors jump out from the doorways and stuff. And I was told it's like very crowded. Like you're yeah. just in like a long line of people. You're not separated or anything. So uh, to me, that doesn't really sound like too exciting. I, I don't know. I, I, again, I can't speak to it hundred uh, percent because I've never been there. I can just talk to you know what people told me their experiences were. Dude, I I loved going down to Bayville because like you know like what you said. I don't want a long hallway. I want something where I'm gonna have to go through rooms and maybe navigate. yeah na- yeah navigate different things and like I have to use I have to make decisions. You know like mm-hmm. like I'm in a movie or something like that. Absolutely, that's what, that's what I want to feel. And um, you know that's why like they were talking about feel the terror, feel the screams. There's a couple mm-hmm. different haunts I want to attend this year um i don't know when but i definitely will be making my rounds i will be going to the one that josh is at um a waldorf never been there before uh so i want to check that out um and i told him i says dude when i'm there i want you to like grab me with hit the chainsaw up and i I want him to like grab me with the crowd i want to like be a part of like have the crowd thinking like what is this really happening this guy's getting pregnant that's it that's That's like no no i'll do a whole lot yeah, it's gonna be fun. We gotta go, Sean. I gotta get. We'll go like maybe as a group or something like that. Maybe we'll absolutely to see if um. I remember there's a local one done by the 4-H club here every year, and it's just you know it's it's nonsense, but it's it's kind of fun. But I remember taking Sean there when he was maybe seven or eight, and they had the you know the guy at the end with the chainsaw thing. Now my son is one of the least athletic people you'll ever come across, <laughs> but when this kid was six or seven, that guy popped out with the chainsaw, gone. I, I've never seen that kid run that fast, and I'll probably never see him run that fast again. But it was just absolutely amazing to see that, you know? It, it was hilarious. But, you know, it's for every good one there is, for every Brain Asylum, for every uh, 13th hour, there's probably 10 horrible ones. Yeah. Because the, the horrible ones are cash grabs. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what it is, because they know it's this time of the year. And But, but you know, look at why they're called the horrible ones. I mean, yeah. but people, they're always going to get somebody to come out there. Maybe it's... Maybe it's more affordable than the bigger oh, ones. They, they, you wait in line, man. They, they're filled up. No question. Yeah. yeah. And so it is haunt season. You know, a lot, lot of things going on right now. So, so I got to check my calendar, see what we can attend. You know, the one thing uh, that I like when I go to a haunt, I want diversity. I want just, I don't want one thing. I want yeah. so many things either in one or multiple different uh, attractions or houses that I have to walk through. So, cause it makes it more exciting. Uh, something like that, you know. Hay rides is not, that's another uh, thing, haunted hay rides, but I have to be, it has to be some crazy shit, okay, to be very blunt with you here, for me to get on I've never been on one that I enjoyed, they were all boring. Yeah, most of them are, man, and that's, like, I want some, someone to just jump out and just grab somebody, have somebody planted in there as, like, an actor, actress, that nobody knows about thinking they're just a customer and somebody grabbing them off, you know, like, something crazy happening. Uh, you know, we get stranded and the wheels come on. Now we have to get off the hayride. We got to walk through a maze. That would be a great experience. Yeah. I've never seen that before. I just thought of that right now. Like, this is what I'm thinking of. Like, if I was on a, <laughs> yeah, seriously, like on a hayride, I want the try. I want the hayride to break down. Then we're like, yep. wait a minute. Like, like as if we don't even know if it's real or not. And then we're, we're going through a maze and then we have to wait 
like Schwarzenegger, get to the job and get to the hayride. They're sending a backup. They're sending yep. a backup hayride. We got to make it to that one. And then his actor's popping out of the maze. It's pitch black. Maybe have to walk. Maybe have to walk through like some woods or something. You know. Yeah, that's that, what I'm saying. You know? Some woods. Yeah, man. Like I'll, I'll throw some deer in there. I want some real life experiences, man. <laughs> some like bear grizzly experience. Like I got to survive here. <laughs> that's what I want. Uh, I want to feel that like adrenaline rush. Yeah, the last the last hayride I ever went. It was a few years back, but it was just. Uh, some people like running out of the woods wearing coveralls with no mask and just screaming, you know, obnoxiously. I'm like, okay, I'm not scared. You know, are you done yet? But yeah. All right. See you later. (laughs) Take care guys. Thank you. Thank you for this experience. I I paid 50 bucks. Thank you. (laughs) That's that's the problem with the, with the pop-up ones, you know, the farms and things like that. They don't, they don't invest in costumes and, and imagery and stuff. They just, whatever. And it's just nothing going on there. Yeah, there, there really isn't um, for some of them, man, honestly. And, that, and that's the problem. Like, I, I feel like what you said, some of them is just a cash grab. Some of them it's like, oh, well, it's this time of the year. Let's do it. But they don't. And it shows, though. It, it really shows, like, the effort that they put into it. I mean, there's haunts that they start their building. Like, if they have to build, they start building, like, what, six months before or something like oh, that yeah. sometimes? Like, it's so crazy, man. So, you know, that's one thing, like. I really wanted to do was I wanted to take one Halloween season and I wanted to travel every weekend to a different haunt. Uh, obviously this time I can't do it this year, but maybe next year, the year after we can, you know, explore a little bit because do some reviews. Yeah. I mean, dude, we only have a month and a half of haunts. Yep. That's really it, man. So how many can you really fit in during the and they're season? Only on the weekends for the most part, Friday, Saturday, Sundays. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, I honestly think in October, one thing constructive criticism, what they should do before we segue onto one of the last topics I want to talk about is movies. I think the last thing that they, that one thing that they should do is actually have the haunts open every day in October, every day of the week, or maybe take six, six days out of seven. Yeah. That way it'll give people an opportunity to come to, you know, check the it out. Any day of that of the too week. is it would send the crowds out too. Maybe we wouldn't have to wait two hours in line, but another yeah. uh, just a real quick tip that I, that I do, if I go to a new place and it's, they say they have five attractions, I'll buy tickets. We used to go up and buy, oh, give me all five, you know, go crazy. Now we buy tickets for a- an attraction. We go through that. We get the vibe, you know, if we're like, ah, oh, this was really, this was real crap, then we'll leave. You know, if we enjoyed it, we'll buy more. So instead of, you know, going all out and just buying all the tickets right from the gate, you know, we, we experience one or two of the trails and then take it from there. Yeah, dude, you know what? And that's that's a smart move. I didn't think of that. And sometimes yeah, you know, they'll catch now. me out there. I'll buy one for all the attractions. And it's like, oh, yep. man. And it's like out of, out of five, one or two are good. Yeah, and the last like, time we know. did that, last time we bought a five, I had a field of something here in Jersey. And they had a cornfield, which was one of the best ones I ever went through. It was amazing. But then the other four halls they had, they were just garbage. So it seemed like they, you know, put everything into that one and then just tried to you know, throw the rest together. And one was a hayride that was just, I just should have taken a nap while I was on the damn thing, but, you know, <laughs> but again, oh, so, yeah. so from that experience, we learned, you know, buy one or two at a time. And and if those first one or two are no good, you're probably a really good guess that the, uh, even that one I was just talking about, they had one, it was in a, you know, the, the, your typical asylum. Yeah. And at the end, they, they had rooms and rooms of strobe lights that like if there weren't people in front of us that seemed to be able to navigate through there, I think Sean and I would still be stuck in there. <laughs> it was so horrible. Yeah, no, I, I hate anything, that with the man. strobes, man. Yeah, like it, was, it gets. I mean, yeah, they it gets over crazy. the top. Yeah, no, 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 don't don't overkill it with the strobes, man. You're exactly. gonna give everybody seizures. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. Like I'm in a crazy club, man, like an EDM club. Uh, anyway, uh, you know, that's that's one thing like this season haunts. I mean, we could have a whole episode for sure on haunts and haunted attractions. Easily. Um, but I want to I want to talk about one uh, last thing coming up right here. Movies this year. OK, some of these movies that are coming out and, you know, I feel like and this is definitely another topic that uh, we can all talk about the revitalization, if you will, of horror in the two in the 2020s, if you will, because I feel like there's a resurgence coming. Yes. Yeah. Not, yeah. The resurgence now, because I feel like it's it's like the 80s all over again. But now it's like we get better, you know, quality video, obviously uh, not saying that the movies are better than some of the 80s, the originals, but. Dude, we're getting something from almost every franchise. You know, we got another screen. We got another Texas Chainsaw. Uh, I'm sure we're going to have another uh, Friday the 13th. We got Halloween, Kills and Ends. Uh, I was going to speak to the uh, Friday the 13th. I don't know if you saw, but uh, New Line Cinema put up a vague, very vague post about two weeks ago, uh, hinting at the 13th, Friday the 13th, coming out next year. And Sean Cunningham has also made a, a similar vague post. Oh, so, come on, man. Yo, oh, sure. I mean, but what happens now if that comes out October 13th in Halloween? And I know we have our event Halloween the 13th next year, which people don't even know. I'm not even going to spoil that who's going to be there, but that's going to be huge. So ever since Halloween 2018 hit and the success that that had in the theater, I keep saying, and I'm not talking about, you know, in my opinion, these garbage movies that are coming out horror. Yeah. I'm talking about good horror, especially slashers, because you don't really see the slashers in the theater. People want that. And then the big shock, Terrifier 2 coming out in the theater is, is mind-blowing. How Dude, they manage that, I don't know, but it's going to be huge. Have um, you seen the reviews from from overseas? I uh, My son was telling me some stuff. Uh, uh, all, nothing but good. Yeah, um, nothing but good, dude. Like, and it, I don't it, know how, but... My son was telling me there was, there was some reviews saying how it was gorier than the first one. These <laughs> so people I'm that says... In. This people that says this is the most gruesome movie that they've seen. So oh, man, I, man. even more than Rob Zombie, Halloween too. Like Rob Zombie took it to another level. I'll give him that with the with the gore and the with vibe. the original Halloween, he most definitely did. Yeah, yeah, man. But they're saying this is more gorier than that. Uh, and, so and I'm like, that's wild, man. If you're gonna get crazier than Rob Zombie here. We're going to have, like, I, I might not have, I, I can't eat before watching this film. <laughs> Those are your two big ones, obviously. Halloween ends, and then Terrifier 2. But then uh, there's a, a company called Fathom Events that they, their thing is they show these older movies, and it's not just horror, but, you know, um, in the theaters, uh, and I haven't really seen a lot of people at a lot of them. Um, I've seen The Thing. Um, I can't remember what the hell I saw last year. But uh, they just had Jaws in 3D, okay. which was absolutely amazing. The 3D was done phenomenally. Um, and also in theaters for the first time, we have 1997's Trick or Treat coming to theaters, which what? I think is probably going to – it's just it's going to be madness. It's, it's, the, the popularity, of the cult following of that movie, if, if every show is sold out, I'm going to be shocked. Where is this at? Uh, well, you have to go to like uh, I, I think Fathom Events has this one. You have okay. to go to their site. You put in your uh, your zip code and they'll, and you click on horror and they'll show you. But um, the Lost Boys is going to be in theaters. Oh man! Uh, the end of October, I think it's the 29th through the 31st. Uh, they're having Day of the Dead in 3D, which <sighs> is is madness. And then you have um, I can't remember the dates, 
but there's one day where they're showing the original Universal movies, The Mummy and Bride of Frankenstein as a double feature, and then The Creature from the Black Lagoon and Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, I think, is the other one. I can't remember what the second one is on that one. So, Dude, I got to go there. Fathom Adventure said, I got to check this out yeah. and see the theaters around me if, they, if anybody's holding it. Hosting. Got to, horror fans got to buy these tickets to get in there so that they understand. Listen, I don't care if I've seen a movie. I've seen the thing 900 times, but I went to the theater because I didn't get to see that in the theater when I was younger. That's a whole different experience, man. And and the other issue is, like, you know, with it, it started last year with Halloween Kills. Halloween Ends is going to be streaming the day it comes out. Like, why would you not want a theater experience? You know, if you, if you have this Peacock channel, if you pay 10, 15 bucks for the premium, you can watch Halloween Ends the day it's released in the theater. I'll watch it in my living room when it comes out on, on Blu-ray. I want the theater. Listen, when it comes to Halloween, when you go to the theater and you hear that, that Halloween theme start, it sends chills down your spine. No oh, it how does. Many times you've seen it, even when I watch it at home, when that when that when that piano starts and that 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 theme song starts, it sends. But in the theater, it's it's an even higher experience. It's amplified. Yeah, in the theater, yeah, it has I, to I go. Mean, you why, why you would not want to see that in the theater is beyond me. Or any, you know, we've all seen the Lost Boys how many times? But I didn't get to see that in the theater when I was younger. So I'm going to the yeah. theater to even even if I did see it in the theater when I was a kid. You got the big screen, you got the surround sound, you know, you got a room full of uh, like-minded people. So there's nothing better, Sean. There's nothing, nothing better, better than going to the theater, man. You know, I don't care what people say. Yeah, I understand you could be in the comfort of your own home, but that experience going there, I'll pay for it all the time. I'll go get my popcorn. It's I'll get expensive. my vanilla Coke because I don't really have, I don't know why, what it is. I don't like Coca-Cola unless it's vanilla. <laughs> I'm a Pepsi guy. If you have Pepsi, I'm grabbing a Pepsi. Some Listen, pop, Pepsi, it. popcorn, and pretzels whatever you want and you sit down in the seat and boom big screen the surround sound sean and like you said i i'm younger and i never got a chance to see some of these 80s movies and or older i really don't think the prices are as out of control as people say i mean i think for jaws we probably spent 20 bucks i sean bought tickets but i think they're only 20 dollars and we got a giant popcorn and a giant soda for 17 dollars and you get a refill on both i mean i mean not a lot of people know this but theaters don't make money on the movies the reason that those the concession stands are a little bit more expensive is because that's where they make their money. I got no problem with that. You know, people could bitch and moan about that, but and 90% of them sneak their own stuff in anyway. So yeah, and, <laughs> and, and that's the thing too, man. You know what? Everybody has to make some money here. And people don't understand sometimes what goes into it, and you know, they gotta pay bills, rent, electric, obviously. Uh, I know has to the run. way it works with theaters, or I used to. I, I used to know somebody who was a manager. Like yeah. the first, the first weekend the movie's shown, like the theater gets like 25 cents a ticket. The second weekend is like 50 cents, and then it goes up to like a dollar, like the third and fourth week, which yeah. you know, 25 cents a ticket is not a lot of money. You know, so they make their money in concessions. And I think once people, when I tell people, it's like, oh, okay, that makes sense, you know? But yeah, it does, man. And, and they got they got to make it. Nothing beats a theater experience, man. No, no. And please support your local theaters. Bottom line, support the movie yeah, theater because it's it's a it's a dying thing, I feel like. Uh, well, now it, it may be coming back, but it, it was like a dying thing, the movie theater and that experience. Because people, oh, I got streaming services. Just like the video store went out of business. Yep. Or, or, you know, and now what I'm starting to see, that's a whole other topic. You know, this is record stores that are thriving now again, like because yep. vinyls are back in, and you know, some vi- I wouldn't be surprised if we see a couple of video stores pop up. But support that it's it's about it's an event, guys. When you went to the video store, it was an event. When you go to the movie theater, it's an event. And this year, Sean, we got to get the group together. 
October 6th, Terrifier 2. And then the following week is Halloween ends. I can't wait to see ends. That's something I want to save that conversation for October. Well, I want to talk about Halloween and, you know, the franchise and ends and what we can expect, what we think is going to happen. So that's something we could record towards the end of the month and drop it a week before the uh, Halloween ends comes out. But um, before we wrap this up right here, uh, is there any last thing? Am I missing something for this season? The top five uh, go-tos, if you want to do that. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you got five on, on the lineup right here. Yeah. Wh- what's I mean, your go-to movies? Yeah, what's your go-to so, movies? So October 1st, every year, it's an annual thing. My son and I watch Trick or Treat and Halloween 3 Season of the Witch. Now, for Halloween night, for me, obviously Halloween 1978, staple. And not a popular film, but I like to watch Rob Zombie's 31 because that happens on Halloween night. An extra one to throw out there, definitely during the week of Halloween, would be uh, Night of the Demons. I don't Night of the Demons, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, another one that happens on Halloween night. And that's what I was saying before. Like, I save a bunch of those movies, you know, movies like Haunt and, and all that stuff, all Halloween-oriented, because it just escalates the vibe to a whole nother level, man, when you're watching that stuff, you know? I got it on no rotation. about it. I got those movies on rotation. I got, well, Haunt was one of them, Trick and Treat, uh, but definitely Halloween, the whole franchise. And I throw in there Dream Warriors every year. I'd, so, you know, it's one of my favorite films of all time. So I just Absolutely. throw that in there and, and, and my, maybe my go-tos for each franchise. But, you know, I just wanted to tell you, man, this has been a real, this episode right here. I mean, we could talk about the season for, for hours, for days, Absolutely. dude. Like, we both love it. Uh, but we're going to wrap it up here, Sean. Uh, it's been a great experience talking with you about getting into the season. Folks, Horrorheads, we are here. It's the full time. It's Halloween season for the uh, so-called seasonal Halloween fans. For us, we celebrate <laughs> all year round, buddy. So it was great to have you on, Sean. You're going to be back on the show a lot more often on here. This is the new era, Horror 365. Yeah, man, 80s Horror Con uh, Lounge, right? You got to check them out on Facebook. Any plugs you want to uh, plug, anything you want to throw out there, throw it out there. Just the 80s Horror Lounge. Just come and join the fun. Daily Post. Um Lots of stuff I'm sure you might not have even heard of. So it's an awesome uh, group. 80s Horror Lounge, check it out. 80s Horror got himself. Sean Telebo, he's here. Check it out. 80s Horror Lounge. And, dude, you threw some movies up there that I never even seen. So, I, you know, I I tell you, you are the guy to go to about any 80s horror movie. Horror in general, but, like, any, especially 80s, that's your forte. And uh, that, that's what, guys, you got to check this guy out on Facebook, 80s Horror Lounge. Sean Telepo, yours truly, the mouthpiece of the Northeast Horror 365, the new generation of the horror sensations. We are here, and soon, you guys will see the Horror 365 final girls. We're going to have them on here from time to time. A lot of cool things coming up. Thank you, guys. Get ready. Get your pumpkin spice. Get your apple cider. (laughs) Get ready for some haunts and some hell raising this Halloween season as we officially kick it underway. September's here. It's going to be September and October to remember, folks. Stay tuned. Next week, more to come. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for celebrating horror in Halloween, not only in October, but 365. We're going to see you next week.